Welcome to the Content Magazine Podcast, conversations with Silicon Valley's creatives. I'm Daniel Garcia, your host and the cultivator of Content Magazine, published by SV Creates. Hi, this is Kristen. Today we talk with Kristen Fun. She is the producer of Content Magazine, as well as Gen Arts, and part of the SV Creates team. Hey, Kristen, how are you doing? This is Daniel. Doing well, thanks. How are you? Good. Hey, I just wanted to have a conversation with you because you've been a part of content for a while. So in this podcast, I also want to have people who are out there in the community, but also the creators behind the magazine. Awesome. Yeah. So why don't you tell us how you came to content? Yeah, uh, I've been with content for just about six years now. Um, I was introduced to the magazine at the San Pedro Square uh, Farmer's Market. And um, I had just come off an almost two-year mission trip overseas. And so I was pretty much having reverse culture shock. But my friend, um, Allison LeClaire, actually said that I needed to be introduced to this magazine and get involved. So she knew that I had a background in the arts um, and creative industry, specifically around production. And she thought that it would be a good fit for me. So in that time then, what is your, what's, what has been your role? What is your role and what's some of the things that you do for the magazine? Yeah. Um, my role started off as a photo shoot producer and I was all, was all volunteer the first year. And as those shoots, um, took off, we started, I started to do more pickup party work. Um, and so I think the biggest pickup party of that year was the one at the glass house, um, where we did a whole fashion show with haute couture and, um, just had a really great turnout. And, um, ever since then I've been doing pickup parties every other month. Um, also some meetups, um, and other partner events and those partner events have also now um, connected with sponsorships and community partnerships. So it's been a great way to just get to know people in the South Bay. Yeah. What do you think you've learned like about yourself throughout this last few years of working with the magazine? How have you grown? I've gotten a lot older. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny because um, I mean, I think I never really saw myself as putting together events for a city, let alone um, within San Jose and uh, Silicon Valley, which has quite a few people living in it. Um, I think it's been cool to see what something that once caused me a little bit of anxiety and nerve about, is this going to turn out? Are people going to show up? Um, Now becoming more, uh, I guess, easy to do, not so much the logistics per se, but the emotions that come with that or, um, yeah, just getting over the what ifs and, um, just seeing how many people come out to these, um, each time we release an issue has always been really encouraging to just see people come together. And, um, I've definitely seen growth in myself. I didn't know that production was like a natural thing for me. Um, but, it now becomes something that gives me a lot of life um, as far as just like seeing things come together. It's just really exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I always get those feelings like before the pickup party, like even like, you know, 30 minutes before when everything's set up and we're standing there, I'm always nervous like, okay, 
nobody's going to show up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like 655 and we're like, where is everybody? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh wait, it didn't start yet. Yeah. It is great when people show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, um, what's kind of like a, a fun experience that you've had? Like what's something that stands out like, wow, that was really cool. Yeah, I really enjoy the um, photo shoots that we do with West Valley. Um, I think it's really neat to see just the students' work and what they've been able to come up with in a very short amount of time. Uh, I think it's really exciting to be able to work with other artists as well, makeup artists, um, hairstylists, wardrobe stylists, to bring that shoot all together. And it just ends up being a really cool thing to work with people that have never been in that type of setting, seeing their clothing on a model for the first time, and then also knowing that that shoot is going to be placed within the issue ends up feeling just like a really cool experience. You can see it in everyone's face and that we're actually building something together. Um, and it's just really rewarding in that way. Yeah, it's cool. It's, a, it's such a fun spread and everything. Do you have kind of like for yourself, like a mission or a certain purpose in life? What kind of drives you? I really, I'm driven by serving others. And that looks different um, for me as it does for different people. For me, it's all about um, connecting with people and having conversations with them and just hearing a little bit about their life and where their um, passions are leading them, what kind of goals that they have. That's the one thing I really like about uh, the production side of things is that you're able to bring people into uh, a bigger picture, whether it's an event or a photo shoot or a film. And they're able to produce their art or in creativity. And so I like to come alongside people's journeys um, and provide opportunities for them to do their work, but then also express themselves. And I always try and make anything I work on or when I work with people for it to feel very human. Um, And that's usually can be done naturally unless it becomes all about the work. And so I always try and remember like, we're here to connect with one another. And um, so you being on this set or you being on uh, at this event, like whatever you bring to the table doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be authentic. And so those are the, that's what I really appreciate. And I think that's why I like those event days so much because that interaction is happening throughout the whole day from setup to cleanup. And so, I mean, there's funny things that happen all the time and we're always trying to troubleshoot but it's a cool way to just work together and um yeah just see an outcome come from that yeah yeah that's cool so now we have this shelter in place going on lots of events like have like our pick a party and our meetup have all been postponed or changed or so what uh what's it kind of in the plans for content um for this sheltered in thing yeah i'm thankful as a publication that we're still able to connect with our audience as well as uh, our features and other artists in the community. It's been awesome to just figure out how we can work together and make this digital space work uh, in the short time and then also plan for the long time. So uh, something that we have actually coming up that's been fairly recently talked about is uh, we're teaming up with Phil Maresca from Philco. Uh, to produce an online pickup party. And so um, 
we've never done something like this. We're going to try something new with uh, various uh, chat room type Zoom account uh, experience. And uh, we hope to connect with our features and bring them into that process. And yeah, like like the early days, we hope people show up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, so I think that that's a really exciting thing to try in a time like this that is so unknown. Yeah. Uh, I'm thankful for always being in a community of people that are willing to try something and don't necessarily expect perfection, but they feel um, that they're being reached out to and involved. And so the whole purpose of this is to still drive community, uh, even though we're all physically separated from one another. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a fun experience, you know. So, um, you know, doing production and even kind of like uh, sponsorships and partners and stuff like that. What's some uh, advice you would give somebody if they were get it, getting started in either of those kind of capacities or thought they had an interest in doing something in those areas? I would, they're fairly, they're fairly different with, uh, with event in the event space. I would recommend people ask questions and connect with people, um, like something with this pickup party, it hasn't been done. And so I just want, I'm going to start by reaching out to our features to be like, would you be interested? Would you be willing to host one of these, um, online conversations mm-hmm. and just see where, what the interest level is. And the best part when you're first starting to put an event together is you need other people that are buying in early, uh, that are willing to help with the logistics of things, uh, whether it's finding other partners or providing space or, uh, it's kind of like the, I think way old days when it was, you'd trade and, uh, work together and bring something, um, together. And so that's something that I would recommend to people is just start the conversation to see who else will be willing to join you and, uh, yeah, see what you can put together and start small Yeah. because I think if we think it has to be something really big, we get tripped up in the big details um, without taking the steps it takes to get there. Yeah, that's and cool. Then, yeah, and then, in the, yeah, the sponsorship partner. The sponsor? Area. Yeah, I think for me, um, I come from a marketing sales background, so there was a bit of a learning curve with that. Um, especially having a publication because people automatically assume, oh, ads, yeah, okay, I want to do advertising with you guys. And our story is a lot bigger than that. Um, being a part of SV Creates, a nonprofit, and being a platform um, for the arts and creatives, we're looking for partners and people that believe in the mission of supporting the creativity of our region and the artists. And so I would say to start having conversations, coffee talks, um, when those are allowed again, but, um, (laughs) no, just get togethers and just joining people's events and attending things, um, to really get to know the things that they care about and see where there's a natural connection. And if there's a natural connection that that could be a long-term relationship. Um, I think either way though, it's like there was an interest, um, in the first place, which is why I would have shown up at their events. So that, that, um, connection remains genuine. Yeah. And, um, 
that even if something doesn't work in the short term, that we're still in support of one another because um, we care about what the other is doing um, for the public. Yeah. You were actually had to be on quarantine. Like, you know, most people are calling this sheltered in place. They're calling it quarantine. Well, it's really not quarantine. Quarantine is when you uh-huh. have to be separated, right? Because you had a roommate yes. who had the virus, so you were yes. quarantined. So what was that like, that experience of being basically shut in your room? Yeah. At first it sounded cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a weird thing to say, but I was like, oh, yeah, okay. This just got really intense. Like, I can't leave. Yeah. Um, but then I think that wore off after the first time someone had to drop off groceries and I it was just weird to not uh, be able to take care of myself in a way that I'm used to as far as like being able to go get water and a lot of times I we're just at the mercy of other people's availability to be able to drop things off and it was um, humbling to receive that kind of care from people it was also really emotional in the sense that we don't have any windows that face the street so people would drop off i mean i would say on the first floor so when people would drop off food or water to us we would be waiting from the second floor so it just felt like that much more degree of separation oh yeah you're kind of like rapunzel or something yes (laughs) yeah a little bit like that um so, like, not being able to, I'm, other people are experiencing this, too, not being able to see family, hug family, but especially when someone does something for you, you want to give some sort of appreciation exchange, and yeah. that, not having that physical connection was really challenging. Um, I think, yeah, it's so funny how quickly our mind forgets those experiences, too, because I've been able to go to the store now for the last week. And my first time in the store after being quarantined for almost three weeks, I thought it was going to be this really fun experience. I was all dressed up and ready to go. (laughs) And I got there and I was like, oh, I didn't really miss much. This looks exactly how I remember it. (laughs) It just is more sad now because I don't know why our Safeway doesn't play music during this season. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, besides that, I think we kind of got on each other's nerves here and there, but... We just kept communication open, which was really helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, also, you do stuff with Gen Arts. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Gen Arts is and what they do? Yeah, uh, Gen Arts is a program of SV Creates, and uh, we support and um, provide career development opportunities for uh, artists, creatives, and um, arts advocates. And so we do workshops on grant proposal writing, as well as advocacy training. Um, So speaking up for arts and creativity to our legislatures, as well as um, learning how to advocate for ourselves as artists. So whether that comes to getting paid appropriately or being able to promote the work that we do um, to show its value, that's the type of workshops that we provide. Uh, we also do more creative networking events where we connect with, uh, we've done a lot of things with San Jose Jazz, where our members get invited to do a behind the stage, uh, stage chat with one of the artists uh, at one of their winter fests or summer fests, uh, and as well as 
uh, talk to them or see them do a recording. Uh, and then we'll follow it up with some sort of uh, night out or brunch where we can talk about that experience. Yeah. So, and who is Gin Arts specifically for? What would you say? Who's the folks that are you want to be involved in that? Yeah, those would be like, we'd say arts administrators are definitely welcome, professional artists, people that are looking for um, some form of career development and leadership opportunities. We have a, um, say in quotations, like a working board, but it, we're a steering committee. And so we invite the steering committee, we meet once a month, and they actually are involved in the whole budget process, uh, grant writing process, reporting, and planning of what this program is about. And so each year we set up based upon goals, like what is it that we want to provide for the community? And it's a great way for people to get hands-on experience in that whole process of developing a program and executing it throughout the year. Yeah, cool. And what is your current uh, Netflix or uh, Prime or whatever it is, Roku, whatever, <laughs> um, binge right now? What's your, your binge you're in? My to... current binge. I, oh man, I'm a student also, so oh. I don't have a lot of binging time. Yeah. Um, I did watch This Is Us very regularly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been a big fan since the beginning. I'm trying to get into the Tiger King, but I am, like, so pro-animal rights, and it's very hard to watch. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I do find it fascinating, um, but I'm just like, oh, the poor tigers. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, it is crazy. But, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking for a new one, so if you have any recommendations. <laughs> and then you're in school. What are you in school for? What are you taking? Yeah, I'm finishing my bachelor's degree in psychology, and so that's been something that's been in the back of my mind to study for the last 13, 14 years, Uh, and so I just decided to go for it. I think it was always holding me back because I knew it would be about eight years of school uh, with wanting to get the doctorate, so thankfully I finally had a friend that said, you know, those eight years are going to happen no matter what, so (laughs) you want to be at your goal in eight years or you want to just be thinking about it yeah that's good advice yeah so i've been going to school now for about um just shy of a year yeah and you've been doing online classes right all online classes i'm going to school at biola university which is in southern california so i'm thankful they don't require even uh finals or midterms to be taken at the school yeah but that's cool you kind of were preparing for the shelter in place Already. Yeah, not, <laughs> that did not affect my school at all. As everyone else had a week off, all the teachers had to put together online curriculum. All my teachers were like, well, this doesn't affect you. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Any uh, last words of wisdom do you want to give? Words of wisdom. Oh, man, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Please come to the pickup party. <laughs> yeah, join the virtual pickup party. <laughs> it will be wise of you to come to the pickup party. <laughs> True marketer. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing's really coming to mind. Um, I guess in this time of shelter in place, um, I yeah. think reminding myself things that I'm grateful for right now. 
has been able to help me see that, you know, I'm still able to connect with people in some ways. People still care about me. Um, I'm still able to impact the world in small ways and that, yeah, I feel like God's still in all of this and is taking care of us in different ways. And so being grateful through this time has definitely made a difference. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, and I am so grateful for you for being involved in the magazine, and I really appreciate all you do and the way that you help us uh, connect with our mission really to support artists. So thank you for all your work, and thank you for this conversation, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Thank you all so right. much, Daniel. Yeah, all thank right. you, Kristen. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Content Magazine Podcast. Please follow us on social media at Content Mag and subscribe by going to our website, content-magazine.com. This episode's music is Muddy Water from Socorro's 2020 release, Coming Home Soon. You can find Socorro on Spotify.